0: Hello, and welcome to the CitySpeak Podcast, where we talk about everything relevant to stakeholders at City Hall and municipal government organizations. CitySpeak Podcast has a unique focus on community and directing interests to an exciting career in municipal government. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, John Herrera, a city director and CPA with 30 years experience in the efficient delivery of municipal services to his communities. Here now is John Herrera. Hello everybody my name is John Herrera I started this CitySpeak blog and newsletter about 13 years ago Uh, CitySpeak is now available as a podcast and as a video and it will be soon available not just in English but in Spanish as well. Uh, CitySpeak is my professional channel that I will use to communicate uh, my experiences Uh, working in local government, uh, city organizations, special districts, and other municipalities. Um, And I hope that this uh, will help you in your uh, pursuit of a career in municipal government or as a stakeholder involved in city government and other municipal organizations. Um, As I said in the introduction, uh, I'm a city director and I'm a CPA, Certified Public Accountant. Uh, dedicated to attracting talent to local government organizations and ensuring the most efficient delivery of municipal services to all the communities that I work with. I'm also the president and CEO of Munitemps, which specializes in municipal staffing, consulting, and recruiting for all local government organizations throughout the United States. Uh, I'm also working on um, initiating a nonprofit organization Uh, for the advancement of uh, women and minorities in municipal finance and administration. Uh, So look forward to more information on this as I progress with the CitySpeak newsletters. Um, With the CitySpeak newsletter, podcast, blog, video show, my goal is to open up opportunities and to interest uh, people from all different industries, uh, whether you're young or old, who want to uh, pursue an exciting career in public service in local government specifically. I don't uh, have a focus on the state government or the federal government just the local government That's the city government towns villages uh water districts special districts and the like uh, with the city speak blog podcast and video show i hope that i can help you and really city speak is all about helping you and since this is my first podcast i thought it would be a good idea if i could tell you a little bit about myself I'll try to not spend too much time on this but my hope is um, that by giving you my background this may help you to put all of my future CitySpeak podcast uh, uh, and blogs in perspective as you listen and read future shows. Okay here we go. I was born in 1963. If you do the math that means that I'm 57 years old Um, and uh, I was born in a farm labor camp in Indio, California. Uh, my family we were all migrant farm workers. Uh, we picked grape and Coachella and Central California and, of course, other crops throughout Central California. We, we moved every year. Part of the year we were living in Southern California and Coachella uh, and down in El Centro, and we moved all the way up north, Salinas, uh, Delano, Salinas, uh, and up north of that. Uh, so my, my family were migrant, uh, migrant farm, farm workers, as I said. Um, I got to meet Cesar Chavez uh, as a child, Um, and then I met him again later when I was in college. Um, My father left our family, my sister and I and my mom, uh, when I was only five. My sister was four, my sister Becky was four. Uh, My mom and um, other uh, family were all part of this migrant farm worker uh, um, culture until I was eight years old. Um, but some of my family members today are still picking grape in the Coachella Valley and uh, some just never seem to uh, want to change from that they enjoy that and that's fine anyways when I was 12 years old um, I um, had been in San Diego for I guess about four years now and um, I started uh, getting into working and having you know being able to earn my own money uh, so I started working when I was 12, um, and I started working with um, a variety of different jobs. Um, Del Tonco was one of my favorite places that I loved to work at. Um, but uh, anyways, I, I did a lot of jobs starting at age 12, so I, I really enjoyed working. I liked the ability to earn money since I was very young. Um, I went to high school, uh, and as uh, you know, didn't really have the orientation or understanding of what I was going to do after I graduated high school. But one small little uh, account that I want to share with you is that when I was um, uh, in 12th grade, I went to see my uh, counselor, uh, Miss DuBose. I walked in uh, and I told her, hey, Miss DuBose, I've been hearing that all of my um, other uh, uh, band members, I was in band uh, throughout junior high and high school, and that was what I was like was music. But I, I told my, my counselor, Ms. Dubois, I said, I've heard all my peers in the band talk about that they're going to go to college and that they're uh, talking about one's going to San Diego State, the other one's going to UCSD, UCLA, and a number of other colleges, and I'd like to go too. What do I need to do? So she says, well, sit down right there, Juan. By the way, my legal name is Juan. I go by John professionally. Um, Seem to have had more success with that, thanks to my dad, uh, my stepdad, who, who suggested that at a young age. Uh, anyways, with my friends, I'm Juan. With you know, professionally, I'm John. Um, so, anyways, uh, Ms. Dubose, my counselor, brings out my file, and she starts looking through, and she says, "Oh, you don't have four years of a math and two years of a lab science and X number of years of a foreign language and on and on." She went through my um, through my uh, file, and Of course, I'm like, well, this doesn't sound good. But at the end of this uh, five or 10 minute meeting with my counselor, Ms. DuBose, she says, hey Juan, you can't go to college. Why don't you go out and learn a trade? And I thought, hmm, well my dad is, uh..." anyways, I said, thank you, Ms. DuBose. And as I walked back to class, I said, uh, you know, my dad was a drywall hanger. I'm very proud of him. He was a super drywall hanger. He was really good at his job. Uh, But I thought maybe that's what I'm supposed to do, you know. 18, almost 18. I think I was 18 years old by then. Um, didn't know what I was going to do other than working at Del Taco and McDonald's and mailing shoe store and other places. Um, but, um, anyways, I didn't know what I was going to do. I graduated high school in June of 1981, and uh, the summer went along. Uh, during July, I remember that I was. Um, Uh, I went to go get some tortillas at the local uh, store uh, That my mom asked me to pick up some tortillas and when I come out of the store on my car I had a 67 Chevy really nice. My dad had helped me to fix that up. It was his car. He actually gave it to me Uh, but um, I find a little slip on the windshield and it says San Diego OIC San Diego Opportunities Industrialization Center we will pay you to learn how to become either a bank teller or a machinist so anyways I, I looked at it and uh, this was on over the weekend so Monday morning I go down to downtown San Diego in an area of San Diego that was the gas today is known as the gas lamp uh, quarter um, back in 1981 <laughs> it was not very nice um, Redevelop. by the way side note redevelopment um, and the whole redevelopment law um, in California um, may have had some bad results in certain communities. Um, but in San Diego, I felt San Diego and the Economic Development Commission they did a really good job in using these redevelopment dollars to rehabilitate and renovate and stimulate um, and beautify the city of San Diego. But back in 1981, here in this area that I was uh, going with my little slip of paper from San Diego OIC, uh it was uh not a very nice looking area back then um uh, today there's the petco park and a lot of neat restaurants and places and so forth but anyways i show up there and i am welcomed uh this uh, by, by this gentleman herman collins and some of his associates and there's about maybe 200 150 200 uh, people there uh applying to or uh, present to, to to want to register and so forth so i'm in this long line and so forth um about 90 percent of the people that were there were african-american and um then there was you know maybe the other eight percent were latinos uh nine percent and then there was other other folks there as well but uh it was primarily african-american but um a group there and uh so mr herman collins greeted us after we all registered greeted us and gave us a coca-cola story about you know, basically trying to to help us with um, understanding that we can accomplish anything that we want in life, and that this training was only a stepping stone to opening up different opportunities for us. You know, people like me who were told in high school that I couldn't go to college. So, um, at any rate, um, uh, spent uh, uh, it was a eight week program. I think it was. Um, by the end of July, I, I was I was so excited because I knew how to use a ten key adding machine. I knew. By the way, I took the bank teller uh, pathway at San Diego YC, not the machinist. I liked dressing up at that time, wearing suits, and I did that for most of my career. Obviously, today I'm more casual, um, working from home right now. But I remember the most important thing that that I learned there after I finished my program at San Diego, and tell our training was that we were taught on how to sell ourselves, how to promote ourselves, how to present ourselves what our, what our strengths and present our weaknesses obviously in the favorable light and and what we have to offer an organization uh, a company an institution whoever wanted to work with us and they taught us how to get on the phone and make phone calls so I made um, a, a lot of phone calls trying to get an interview with a bank. And I was able to land an interview at that time with California Commerce Bank. <clears throat> and I remember one of the teachers there, Miss um, um, uh, Miss Joyner, I believe was her name, really nice uh, black lady, smart, ambitious, and really motivated me and I'm very thankful to her. I think she made a lot of uh, impact in my life as well as uh, Herman Collins and um, She said, now remember, once you finish the interview and they ask you the question, um, do you have any more questions for us? She said, ask them, do I get the job? (laughs) Of course, I thought that was rather forward and bold to do that, but I I took her counsel. I thought she knew what she was talking about. So when I had this interview with, um, I think the lady's name was Maria Lai. Uh, She was a really short, like five foot tall Chinese lady uh, who was the bank uh, Vice President, and she interviewed me and she says, okay, Guan," uh, she says, uh, do you have any more questions for me? And I said, uh, yes, Maria, do I get the job? And she just looked back and she said, whoa, Guan, nobody's ever asked me that before. I can't, I can't duplicate her, her voice, but something like that she sounded. She says, but here's what I will tell you, because you are so excited, i'm going to give you a call back before the end of the day today it was a friday and she says one way or another i will let you know because you asked me i said well thank you maria lie and i shook her hand i went home so i went home at that time we didn't have cell phones you all young people uh we just had one house phone a landline and so i when i got home i told my mom and my dad and, And uh, my sister said, if anybody calls for me, let me know. And so, anyways, uh, this is probably around maybe 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And right before 5 o'clock, I remember, I don't know what I was doing out in the garage. And my mom says, uh, uh, he says, "Uh, John. Uh, My mom did call me John because my dad said so. Um, There's a lady for you on the phone. So I go talk to her. Hi, this is... Uh, Juan, may I help you? And she says, hi Juan, this is Maria Lai. I want to tell you, you got the job. Yay, I'm so happy. You can start on Monday. I'll see you here, eight o'clock in the morning. So, uh, of course I hung up. I said, yeah, I'm so excited. And uh, as many people have been saying for a long time, hey Juan, you got the job, you got the job. What are you gonna do now? I'm going to Disneyland. Uh, can't go to Disneyland today, obviously, because of coronavirus, but um, yeah, so my mom and dad um, and my sister and I, we all went to Disneyland that weekend. We had a wonderful time, and we were celebrating because I got a job. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do with my life after high school, but I landed a job um, with the California Commerce Bank here in uh, San Ysidro, California, which is right on the border of Mexico, Tijuana, Mexico, and, and San Diego uh southern region here so um anyways i won't go into all that detail but that's how i landed my first real job after high school i did uh, spend five years working for california commerce bank i were there for about a year then we were acquired i believe by the bank of coronado i worked there for another uh four and a half five years and then after um i had worked at the bank of coronado for you know through uh 1986 I spent all those five years always wondering, always wondering, um, why couldn't I go to college? It just doesn't seem right. I I don't understand why I can't go to college. Uh, Because uh, every time I asked about how to go to college, I said, no, you got to take all these classes during high school. You take the ASATs, and then you get admitted to some university. Of course, at this point, I'm 23, been working for five years. and. Every time I asked somebody about how I can go to college, there was always a, a block wall. You know, uh, there was no opportunities. But it always bothered me that when I was working at the, at the bank, Bank Coronado, I still remember one day, uh, I was 22 at the time, and I'm sitting there reading the, um, the uh, Wall Street Journal. It was always available there at the Bank Coronado. At this point, I'm not in the San Isidro branch anymore. I'm at the Coronado branch. And I'm sitting there, not understanding most of what I'm reading, by the way. But I f- figure that by osmosis or whatever, I'll start uh, understanding this stuff. But I'm there trying to pretend. You know, I'm dressed in my nice suit. I was thin back then. Good looking. Maybe. I don't know. Some girls used to tell me that. Uh, but um, it looked good as a young man, 22 years old. you know. And then this, there's this uh, other young guy. His name was John Lawson a recent graduate from San Diego State University, but he was hired not as a bank teller, which is what I was doing for those five years. I couldn't get beyond bank teller uh, without a, uh, some formal education. But John Lawson, recent graduate out of high school. I mean, out of a college, sorry, San Diego State University. He gets hired as in the management trainee program as a bank auditor. So he's really on a different track than I am. But I'm looking at this guy, I'm like what makes him different than me I mean he's 22 just like I am but he's got a college degree he's got a bachelor's degree in business administration and uh, all I have is some ABA you know American Banker Association classes and vocational training that I had. but I wanted what he's got because I want to be involved in the decision-making in an organization uh, you know in finance and, and, and banking and management and so forth but um, you're not gonna get that uh, on-the-job training, by the way. Few organizations are, are able to allow you to do that. Anyways, I remember this one lady who would become his mother-in-law. He looks o- she looks over at us. He says, oh, look at these two young executives, so successful and on their way to success. And I'm looking, thinking to myself, yeah, thank you for the nice comment. I said, but uh, uh-uh, I don't think I'm going where he's going because I don't have the bachelor's degree. And um, so I become really frustrated that year, and I'm saying, why can't I get into college? I want to go to San Diego State University. And um, I still remember um, uh, this one day, you know, after asking many people and always being told, no, you can't get in. I remember one day, I used to jog back then. I was in good shape. And I was jogging through Chula Vista out there near Hilltop High School, in Chula Chula Vista area. And I see on this telephone pole, there is a um, uh, a piece of paper. It says, all I see is SDSU, SDSU. You can get into SDSU. And uh, of course, it says meeting on Monday. uh, I'm sorry, on Wednesday, uh, 7 o'clock. So I take that off, put my paper, and I just run home. And this is a Monday. And uh, I couldn't wait for Wednesday to roll around. Uh, when it finally does roll around, I show up right there at Hilltop High School, seven o'clock. Uh, I park my car and I walk up to where all of these school counselors are at, San Diego State University uh, representatives. There's about 200 students, but you know, here I'm i am like 23 years old. Um, but there, these folks are no, no, I'm 22 still. Um, well, I guess I am 23. No, I am 23 years old. Um, but um, I barely turned 23. Um, and um, I see all these high school students. They're all like 17, 16, 17, maybe 18 years old. And I'm like, am I in the right place? These are all kids. But at any rate, um, I start approaching the the uh, SDSU uh, representatives. And, I, and they say, hi, how are you? You know, I greet them. And uh, they ask me um, uh, what I would like to know. And I said, well, i I, wanna, I, I got this paper here. It says I can get into San Diego State. Can you tell me how to do it? And they say, uh, "How old are you, son?" And I said, "I'm 23." Um, oh, so you don't go to high school here? I said, "No, I don't." And uh, I said, "I graduated five years ago." I said, "Oh, no, no, no! This is for high school students uh, who have taken the SATs. They're taking the SATs, by the way. Um, I did take the GRE and GMAT, but that's to, for grad school. But um, uh, so they gave me the same answer. It's just like a balloon; all the air came out, and I was like bummed out." Uh, dang, I struck out again, um, so college is basically, San Diego State University is not uh, is not uh, for me, uh, I'll never be able to do that. Um, so I start walking out, kind of downtrodden with my head down. And I remember this really nice uh, guy, big tall guy, blonde headed guy comes up to me and he says, uh, Hey son, what's the matter? Why do you look so blue or down or something like that? He said to me. And I said, uh, because here's this paper, I said I can get into San Diego State, and uh, you know it's been a hundred times that I've been trying to find out how to get into San Diego State, and every time I'm told um, it's too late for me because I only I could only do this during high school, or as a high school student. He says, puts his hand on my shoulder, he says, son, what are you talking about? Why don't you go to Southwestern College? Uh, take 60 units, you know, in about two years, you get your general, ed, general education, education certification, and then you become a transfer student, you transfer into San Diego State. And I look back at that guy and I said, really, you can do that? Nobody told me this. <laughs> at that time, it wasn't something that was promoted, at least not for me. And none of my family had ever been to college. I mean, literally nobody. Not my uncles, and my, uh, my, my parents, and aunts. Nobody had been to college and so nobody could tell me. Nobody knows about this community college thing. And anyways, I remember I said, Thank you. I think I said thank you or something like that, something nice to him. And um, I go back home, and I get all excited, telling my parents I still was living with mom and dad. Um, Although I could afford living on my own if I wanted to, but I was living with mom and dad, and I told them all about this, and I told them that I was going to be quitting my bank job, which at that time, I was making pretty good salary for uh, non-educated uh, a person—they—they uh, they treated me very well at Bank Coronado. Mary Hayes, Mary Odom Hayes, um, love her. Uh, Corrine Russell, the bank cashier, uh, which is a very high uh, executive vice, vice president position. But they were so good to me. Um, but uh, I decided that I was going to leave my job at the Bank Coronado. Very steady job. 1981. It was tough finances back uh, economically back then, but. I wanted, I wanted to go to San Diego State. I was gonna to go to San Diego State at any cost. And I was willing to sacrifice my job and uh, even if I had to give up my car, I had a car payment at that time, I didn't care. I wanted to get a, 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 a bachelor's degree from San Diego State University in Business Administration. So uh, I quit my job. What, actually, wait a second, I didn't quit my job. Um, I asked my supervisor, who at that time was this guy, Vince Romeri. He was the operations officer, and he was not at all open to me going part time. I said, "Hey, I'll work really hard for you. Let me go part time. I'll work 20, 25 hours a week, and so I can go to college." Because I was going go to go full time to supplement from college to get this done. And uh, he says, "No, not going to work for me. You either give up school, um, uh, or uh, give up your job." So he made me choose, and I said, "Thanks. See ya." Gave my two weeks' notice, and uh, shortly thereafter, I enrolled southwestern college and um, uh, got accepted uh, i'm actually very proud of southwestern college uh, to this day I, I believe it's it's one of the most valuable institutions helping a lot of people uh you know, many different areas now they, they've reinvented themselves in so many ways but the community college system i love uh, very much and i value very much um, so uh, i went to uh, southwestern for two years uh, got ge certified uh, was very involved in student government. Actually, I was president of student government for two years. To t- tell you how ambitious I was. Uh, went to Santa State, graduated with a degree in uh, a bachelor's degree in business administration with an emphasis in finance. Um, this is 19. Uh, I graduated in 1990. Uh, then uh, by 1997, I had earned my uh, master's degree uh, from uh, Cal State University San Bernardino. Uh, master's degree in public administration. Um, and then later on, um, and by the way, I'm, I landed my very first job. As soon as I graduated from San Diego State, I landed my first job at the city of Hemet uh, as an um, administrative analyst. Then from, went from there to the city of San Jacinto uh, as, a, um, uh, as a finance director. Got a big promotion. A lot of things happened in between. I'll tell you all about this later when I do future City Speak newsletters um but i went to night school to earn my master's degree in public administration my mpa degree um i move on to get a number of jobs uh in in uh, as a finance director that was pretty much my track was as a finance director never wanted to be a city manager that was not my calling i wanted to stick with the, the municipal finance and administration uh, area um, uh, i did uh, in in 2002 uh, i started wanting to um, plan my future. For, for when I retired, I wanted to start a, uh, a consulting firm and do municipal uh, consulting. Uh, so I pursued my CPA license uh, in 2002. I took all f- four parts of the CPA exam in uh, Anaheim on November 5th and 6th of 2002 at uh, Anaheim, California. I passed all four parts with an 86 average. Yay, very proud of that. I had to just mentioned that. Um, I got licensed as a CPA by 2004. Um, anyways, uh, I could go on and on with those details. But, uh, in two, in, in 2006, 2007, I launched my city speak newsletter. Uh, and I began, uh, blogging. And so, uh, I launched, um, uh, this is when I, when I launched my, my, uh, CPA firm Herrera and associates. Um, and that morphed into a new branch, which is munitemps.com. We do municipal staffing and consulting. Uh, so, anyways, uh, sorry for the uh, rambling on about my background, but I just want to know, want you to know a little bit about me um, and what you can expect from the City Speak podcast and the video uh, blog. Um, City Speak. Here we go. City Speak is not political. We're not gonna discuss politics and we're not gonna discuss the elections. I want nothing to do with that. This is strictly professional. Um, it's about uh, municipal professional education, training, coaching, talking about experiences to help you uh, know how to navigate, especially you young, maybe you younger ones that are entering the field of public administration, or maybe those of you in the community that wanna see about how, how interact with your local government, your city government, your your town. Um I believe in transparency and accountability. As a matter of fact, I believed in transparency and accountability before it was sexy, before it was cool to talk about this stuff. Um, so the City Speak uh listeners. This is how you're going to benefit. We're going to talk about everything that's relevant to the stakeholders at City Hall and other municipal organizations. Uh, we have a unique focus on community and directing interest to an exciting career in municipal government. Uh, So you can email me, john at munitemps.com, and uh, we can talk about any ideas or topics that you want me to discuss. Um, I'm going to have different guests, people that are currently working in municipal government, people that are retirees, and we're going to talk about these subjects that deal specifically with city government and other special municipal government organizations. Uh, It's all about local government. Uh, So I hope you tune in. And I just wanted to give you an introduction to what CitySpeak is all about, who John Herrera is. And I thank you very much for allowing us to uh, partner with you and talk with you and collaborate on municipal government matters with regard to education, training, or anything else stakeholders and local government are interested in. Thank you for tuning in to the Munitemps and the CitySpeak uh, channel. Thank you very much. See you soon. All right. Thank you for listening to the City Speak podcast. Tune in next time where we will talk again about everything relevant to stakeholders at City Hall and municipal government organizations.